Hello, I am Supreet Brar. Hello, everybody. My name is Manveer Sandhu. Um, it's it's kind of funny to <laughs> introduce our, ourselves, knowing we don't know if anybody's gonna actually be listening to this. That's true. But well, let's here hope, we go. Let's hope someone listens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess we got uh, enough people on the internet. Somebody will probably browse around and stumble upon our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have done it multiple times, so I guess someone will do it for us, for us too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's hope. Let's hope it goes that way. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I guess uh, we'll. I was thinking, you know, we were talking earlier that all the crypto market that's what's going on right now so mm-hmm. i guess let's start with that like what are your thoughts yeah. these days on the market you know um i it hadn't been looking good <laughs> honestly i mean I, I guess everybody knows that it hadn't been looking good for a month and a half almost two months now but for the last seven days or like a week or so it's, it's been looking good i mean i know bitcoin hit 40k twice uh this week so that's a good sign and Every t- I feel like every time Bitcoin goes up, I mean, obviously others do as well. It's just a whole journal space. But uh, there just starts these rumors that, oh, yeah, you know, it's going to go over 100 grand. And I heard someone, I don't know what it was. It was a random article. I was like, oh, yeah, soon, I mean, it's going to go over a million. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, it's- calm down. It's 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 not... Not yet, at least not yet. We know there's a limited number that you can mine, but come on, a million? Yeah, it's too I, early. I, I think it, it's also speculation because that's what people do, but I, I think the main reason this time it went up from what I was reading was basically there was a rumor that Amazon is going to start accepting cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that does happen. I remember because at work, we got to work 8 a.m., Monday and well, well basically when we started working and we had some issues at work and then because everyone is talking about crypto it's going up it's going up and I I had my phone with me because I, I was shooting a wedding day before uh, at night and my phone kept buzzing because I have I have watched like the, all the coins that I have so I watched yeah. them and I, I'm like what the hell is going on because it's going up 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 and at work is the mm-hmm. same thing and a lot of platforms were down because they were not prepared again because what happens is for some reason people like to buy high which never made sense to me because when yeah. the market crashes no one buys and then it starts going up everyone ends up buying and then you know that's how rich people get rich yeah <laughs> um yeah it, it was interesting it's just it, it just shows the mentality i guess or just uh, how people are i mean i think it's time, the FOMO. FOMO, right? Like, uh, I think that's mm-hmm. that's what I've seen in the market over and over yeah. again. I remember in February when it was around, Bitcoin was around the same price. It was actually a little bit less, but it went, it had gone to, I'm talking in Canadian dollars, it had gone to 50K Canadian and then it went down uh-huh. to almost 29K. But I don't know what was that yeah. in the US. But I remember that happens in, so it's 20,000 drop. That happens over a week, right? And then mm-hmm. everyone was panicking. And then you see two months later, that's when it reached the, you know, it's, it's all time high of 65K US. And I think Canadian was like 80K almost at that point. But 
yeah you, you see that that's like 50k almost more than doubled in next three months but when that week it whittled down everyone sold but <laughs> that's yeah. I think it, it is an interesting space to me like it's not like any other asset right when you if you think of it as an asset right because i think most people yeah, are getting sure. into as an asset but i don't think a lot of people believe in the actual decentralization <laughs> right or don't understand it that yeah. much because people see the hype it's going up but i know like the actual decentralization either uh, for at least in bitcoin there is proper decentralization for other ones i know we say it's decentralization like Ethereum, I would give it to like Ethereum, Ada, and all others. But the, all the hype stuff I've been seeing, right? Because the people mm-hmm. who are very rich are buying it a lot, and yeah. you know, then it's not really centralized. Let's say someone who owns thirty percent of one coin, and then they dump it all, and you know, the other seventy percent people would basically hold it back. I think that's that's mm-hmm. what kind of scares me about like a lot of hype coins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. Because I think most of the altcoins, nowadays at least, everybody's in there to make a quick buck. And including, the, I guess, the founders or people who are actually getting these currencies up and running to create this hype around it. It's basically a marketing campaign to raise as much money as you can, basically, and create a hype yeah. around it. And hopefully it'll stick, you know. that's And you see so many of these things happening in so many of these... Uh, it's almost like Ponzi schemes that have it is, already it is. been exposed. So it, it's it's kind of ridiculous. And yeah, it's definitely not something uh, where it started from or where it should be in terms of yeah, decentralization. So to an extent, it's, it's, it's almost like, you know, it, the, use the word rug pull. And in a lot mm-hmm. of these, it does happen, right? Because I yeah. think the, the big players, the whales, they go, I've, what I've seen over the last five, six months, like that's mm-hmm. how long I've been in this space. I've seen they go mm-hmm. against the market. So when the hype is at all time high, that's where basically they go out because that's when it's going up. People think it's still going to go up and then they just pull it up. That's that's what I've seen yeah. for a lot. Mm-hmm. Like especially, you know, when the SNL live happened with Dogecoin, everyone was going to think it was going to go high, high, high. But that's when the biggest players started selling because, you know, it went all-time high and then it's like okay everyone is watching more people are coming in let's just dump but I don't know. yeah yeah <laughs> I, I see that trend as well it's i guess it's again i mean it, it is relatively so new so people i guess especially the people who are in it just for i guess for short-term gains or they see these uh one-time timers that are trying to or that got or became millionaires or the hundreds of thousands of dollars and they're like maybe i i can do that too because you know they got lucky they were in early you know and let's say the dogecoin millionaire dude who who actually runs his whole thing around it and it's just it's just every everything is just marketing i mean i even though dogecoin is i mean still doing pretty good i mean i i see it on coin market cap is, is is number eight right now so it's it's yeah. doing relatively better than any of the other meme cryptocurrencies so it i didn't expect it to but I, I guess it's just a lot of people got involved and 
the market well, cap I, for I, that is ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think because it's also being used, right? That's the other thing. But you know, like for example, I'm just looking. Yeah, at the, I I see the uh, I I have it. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I, I guess I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, the daily volume is ridiculous, and it's at two billion dollars, and I mean that's that's kind of the thing that keeps it alive and that was just last 24 hours and i am looking at the circulating supply and it says 130 billion i mean it makes sense just because it's 20 cents right now and this is 28th of july as of today but then also the other thing right like let's say it has to go to a dollar right now like it's circulating Mm -hmm. supply is what 130 million so if if it goes to a dollar that's sorry 130 billion its market cap is going to be 130 billion which when you mm-hmm. see right now, I don't think even mm-hmm. a th- well. What's Ethereum's market cap right now? It's hundred and sixteen million. It's not no, even no, close. No, no, three thir- I no, no. That's the supply, but the market cap is three thirty-five billion, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're saying it's gonna be like that's gonna be half the Ethereum's market cap, which is crazy to think. That it is. <laughs> meme coin would be that high. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where the market is gonna. But go. then I mean, you also talk. Uh, talk about meme coins or these altcoins let's say safe moon it's just uh, they yeah. keep saying that they're going to deliver this they're going to do that it's just not i mean no. it's just they they haven't fulfilled on their promises i guess that they made and it just feels like a ponzi scheme at this point and they charge their and that's definitely not decentralized i yeah. mean they, they well, charge is. you for selling their uh coin they if you you, they keep half of it and distribute it to others but if if the if there's not enough supply or if if it's, it's the main point is not being used yeah. maybe as definitely not as much as dogecoin even so it's not even close in terms of that so you kind of hear these uh yeah. new keywords and terms that people and news media just get clicks on for a couple of days and it just dies down people uh, invested for two days and it's done yeah, I think it's also the influencer market, right? Because a lot of influencers, mm-hmm. that's what they're doing. Yeah. Right? I, that, <laughs> talking about influencers, I heard about the, I don't know if you did, about the uh, some of the FaZe Clan members uh, no, using really. that. I, it, yeah, they apparently, I, I don't know much about it, but they, they used a cryptocurrency. It was just like a Ponzi scheme to scam their subscribers or their followers into getting money into one of them uh i don't even know the name what it was of altcoin that yeah and they uh, one of the founders actually kicked them out for it so that that was insane that was kind of like the first influencers that got caught i'm assuming but i'm pretty sure there are a lot of them who are doing these ads by they don't they pay you to say it's not an ad <laughs> yeah, which is insane to me because they're like because millions of people follow them and even if few percentage point of their following does that they get huge influx of this money you that's know right. i mean that's the whole point that's the whole game yeah um it's been uh it's been interesting to watch like i've been watching the nft market too and then you know i don't know if you've heard crypto punks they're like crypto punks which is basically yeah i have you know like <laughs> They're huge. I, I don't even know how to describe it, but one yeah. I think the the most expensive one right now is like 
seven or eight million dollars like that's in dollars that it's in ethereum of course but yeah seven yeah, million dollars that's just drives yeah me. it is insane but i mean i guess when we were just recently talking about phase clan i mean the founder or one of them the guys face banks has like 12 of them and because i follow him on instagram yeah. and other social media and he always keeps posting about it and he's crazy about this nft space so which is yeah. good to see but i haven't actually seen an influencer get it right like well um, no I, I no no there is one that i i would say has done it right and you know yeah and in, in the photography space she's she's cat oh yeah so yeah i haven't heard because i mean that's not my area because yeah. since you're a photographer <laughs> and you know about these things but yeah i mean I, i'm just saying i i don't think influencers even still know kind of don't know what they're doing yeah uh, in terms of nft space yeah so everything is on you i'll actually for this cat simmer she, she's on instagram and she has like 179k she's sony oh. ambassador and everything but she did mm -hmm. something really really different than everyone else uh yeah so she created a few of her photographs as nfts right uh -huh. that's fine a lot of photographers did it this she yeah. she i think she came on super rare that's like it's really hard mm -hmm. to get on that that's the first thing yeah. so i think since she was such a big hit on instagram right and i think that's one of the reasons that she got on there but then also she mm -hmm. created something very different is basically one of her nft pieces was uh you get a bunch of stuff let me actually pull it up just one second okay yeah i mean uh obviously gary v is a huge name and he's just smashed it like yeah <laughs> that's yeah. one way to do it i mean you got a huge following you you know what you're doing he definitely used the perfect use of made the perfect use of smart contracts in the nfts so not you're not just buying the actual uh i guess nft that's gonna go up in price hopefully yeah. but also you you have a contract smart contract which uh allows you to get entry and have dinner with him and it, different things like different nfts have different uh things uh, linked to them so which is pretty cool and i don't think anybody has done it at that level but also he's just so ahead of the league in terms of uh all the nft space yeah i think he's also like a very well like into the tech and it's very good Mm -hmm. um at marketing right i think that's the main thing but yeah let me yeah. Let, let me read this uh so it's called lid apart that's the name it's it's actually mm -hmm. I'll, I'll show you in the chat this is the picture it's i've seen oh, this picture see. for a long time right this is like mm -hmm. this has been instagram reposted on every client every you know like big instagram account you like Jeez. photography account you can see them. yeah <laughs> but what she created <coughs> is uh, I'll actually read it. The first in-person hosted, collaborated, and immersive NFT travel experience combined with most viral image in Cat Simmer's portfolio. The first mm. collector receives a personal five-day trip for one person to the Canadian Rockies hosted by the artist, including a two-day oh. canoe trip to the Spirit Island, which is about $8K USD. That's the expense, right? With all the ground expenses mm. covered up to that much. A hands-on mm -hmm. immersive opportunity to learn photography directly from the artist for any skill yeah. level. A signed mm -hmm. physical print of this image with the certificate of authenticity. You know, size mm -hmm. should be determined after the purchase, but not exceeding 60 linear inches. 
a commissioned mm-hmm. collaborative piece created for the collector during the trip. This new NFT will be minted on Super Rare. So she's going to create one picture with the artist. Uh-huh. I mean, with whoever buys it. Oh, I see. Yeah, and that's, that's so cool. That would be minted for, like, all, all this lot of other stuff too, right? And yeah. Do, uh, I guess, okay. and and there's things like you have to do, like you have to buy it in thirty days. I don't know. In three years, you'll have to plan the trip and everything. Else, the uh-huh. the photographer will go and create their own art. Yeah. But so, it, it did sell. Ahead. The user that it called sell to is at c a k t u x. And guess how much it got sold for? Uh, I I don't even want to guess how much it got sold for. It went for thirty Ethereum. That's sixty eight thousand. So like. You know, US dollars. Yeah. That's so the expense is going to be like eight k with everything, maybe ten k, fifteen k, right? With the fees and everything. So that's mm-hmm. that's a pretty good thing. Like she made quite a bit of money, and if she yeah. kept her Ethereum, like when Ethereum does go to ten k, in uh-huh. maybe ten years or whatever, right? if she t- keeps her Ethereum, yeah, she she basically can retire based on that one piece. But yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. She she I think she had seven other pieces, and on average, everything. I think went for like two, anything else went for like two to three Ethereum. So she uh-huh. she did pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's I've never heard of that. Um, it's it's funny because it's kind of like a contract. I mean, you can basically put anything in it. Yes, it's it's, it's just like any other contract, but it's it, I guess it executes when the deal is done or the transfer is done or the transaction is complete. So basically there's there's yeah you just you can be as creative as you want to be and especially if you're a photographer and it's yeah. just a given lane i mean nft and pictures and gifts and all all the other things like go hand in hand yeah, yeah so i i guess definitely it's, it's the space that photographers are gonna dominate for a long long time yeah i think it's it's, it's just like figuring out the right way to do it the hard part is yep. because I think you have to be really good at what you do to be able to be mentored, right? Otherwise, because yep. those, those platforms are not going to put you if, if you're not good. Mm-hmm. And also, it does cost <coughs> money to get mentored. So, like, a pl- yeah. pl- platform like Super Rare, if you can get on that, uh-huh. I, I, I've actually seen a lot of Twitter tweets, you know, about people, like a lot of good photographers who can't get on it because they're just really selective. But if you do get on that, mm-hmm. right, your piece is mm-hmm. basically sold at that point because it yeah. is super rare, right? Like it, the they, name is super rare, but because only a lot of, only a few people get on it, right? I don't know if they have, yeah. a, they might have an invitation program, like program too, that once you get it, you can invite a friend or something. But, mm-hmm. but I, that's why like it's it's and then again you know it's not really like it it, as you said it's a contract at this point it's just a super contract and then Mm -hmm. you know the creators of super rare you know Mm -hmm. get to decide who who are able to you know have their contracts on their space yeah i'm looking at the super rare or the the artist that you were talking about yeah it's amazing i mean (laughs) it's she she accepted a bit of 30 ETH, I mean 68,553 at that point. Yeah. But whoever bought it knows that it's probably going to go up in value. But yeah. um, I, I guess if you know of the creator and if you know the space, I mean, yeah, I, actually I don't wa- think... I watched it unfold uh, right before, like I was watching tweets. So just saying, oh, when she mm-hmm. listed it, I saw it and then 
the person who bought it tweeted her back and all that right and i think ah. the funny thing is she was actually on a hiking trip when she got the <laughs> offer was that's yeah. what she does she's always hiking and taking pictures and mm-hmm. then she had to she accepted it when she got back from somewhere but the funny thing is like the first offer was like 5 ethereum you know which is pretty yeah. good and yeah then, i was looking at that and then you know then i think he did it like he just went crazy like i think he won up to everyone maybe by 15 or 20 ethereum yeah cuz i, I oh, yeah. think the so what the, the last th- one was 8.525 yeah she he went from 8 to 30 eth like yeah that's <laughs> a jump <laughs> yeah that's the stuff you see in the movies right <laughs> yeah yeah for really? sure when you got so much money but yeah i mean if you know the space if you know the creator and I mean go for it. I mean if you know it's going to go up it's like any other investment basically at this point. Um yeah. But if you're you don't really have to do it for an investment if you're really just passionate about it and you follow the space and you just want to keep it and never sell it. I mean that's up to you. Well, so you that's know, also uh, another cool point. Yeah, I've seen people collect paintings, right? To end of the day, like there's a lot of similar painters mm-hmm. who did the same paintings, but it's is the community, right? Like that decides the painting then also you know i was talking to some people and people say this could be like money laundering i'm like you never know it, it could be <laughs> stuff like that too you never know about this stuff right because yeah like, i well i do know like the guy, the guy no no the guy who did buy it right i i saw looked into it he like he is all into the space right he bought crypto bots i think he sold he bought them really cheap and he sold some of them right so he's doing a lot of that right so it, it that's how i think he he's like yeah. all all into the space so for him it makes sense for him 30 ethereum is nothing because he sells mm-hmm. something for like you know 100 ethereum or 200 ethereum right if like something like a crypto bot oh yeah for sure i mean it's like yeah it's like any other arbitrage it's basically retail arbitrage you buy something for low sell it for high i mean to make a yeah. profit and and it's the same and i think uh it's going crazy right now but i know a lot of these products and i you know what i don't like it's okay for influencers and other people to get in and you know trying to do their thing but i i don't like these big celebrities just teaming up with anyone to just yeah get in this nft game and make some quick couple million and get out like that's not i mean it's cool you you are making money but it's I, i just don't like it i guess well, personally I think, it's just, yeah i think it, it's it's kind of like exploiting the market with your name you know like yeah it is i, I forgot who who was right i'm going off topic but uh-huh. you know on only fans all these workers are making fo- like not workers like all the people that are you know on only yeah. fans you know have the more people to subscribe they were making you know money based on you know whatever they did and then i think there's mm-hmm. was a celebrity one of those i, I forgot the name she's like a celebrity uh-huh. model or something and then she come on there and she makes more money than anything and she wasn't like the pictures like i don't want to get into the details but it's it's just like the pictures yeah. was not you know what everyone else had and it was just everyone yeah. felt cheated but then after that only fans had to come in and put in a limit on what's the maximum someone could be tipped and you know what's the maximum ah, they can I withdraw see. and all that so yeah so that's the bad thing right like that's how the celebrities like 
who already famous yeah. already and the money destroy it yeah that's that's the worst part i mean you already got millions like you don't yeah. you don't need to exploit a little app that's trying to help other creators or people who are genuinely interested or passionate about things and you're just going in there and taking somebody's fame i mean you can team up with creators who and give them a platform in terms or give them a spotlight but at the end of the day you're doing it more for you not for them so yeah it's, it's uh, also, to me it's just kind of i selfish. think it it does eventually die but also you know mm-hmm. that like you know how will smith for example yeah. came came to youtube right and then also mm-hmm. instagram reels and stuff which is good yeah. he, like he's all into their market right but mm-hmm. for him it's it's like i know his stuff is a lot is way more creative than some creators i see but he has the money to just you know hire the creatives who can make content for him right and oh yeah for sure that, it, it is kind of hacking the market you know like mm-hmm. it, it it's good his content's good i I've enjoyed some of it but at the same time it is not yeah. fair for everyone you know else who's just yeah and and you know it's just for the quick buck just because they're not going to stick around they're yeah. going to move on to the next thing they're going to try and hop on the next trend that they can make a quick million or two or 10 whatever million how many however much money they can there's nothing wrong with that but it's just it's it just doesn't look good on you i guess as a celebrity or even uh, that's just a i guess a personal opinion but uh, yeah it's, it's doesn't look good i think at the same time because you know no one actually goes to the movies anymore so um, they just <laughs> they just yeah doing something to stay relevant right i think that's the yeah it is too uh yeah that's true and i think that that's just comes not going off topic but yeah it's just the streaming services and the pandemic and the whole yeah it's just compounded compounded against them so it, even the producers and the, they they are they know that the most watched things are just on streaming platforms and uh but i guess going back to nft and that's kind of it kind of takes away from the decentralization part in my opinion just because yeah. you also have the people of influence already who have th- these big audiences and as yeah. you were saying like you can buy a dogecoin if they are big whales holding billions of doge let's say 1 billion and they dump it all like obviously the market's going to crash you know yeah so it's just it's it's almost the same concept to me yeah but at the same time i think what nft does give is you know like i know there's like platforms that limit people to get on but there's some pa- platforms mm-hmm. where you can basically mint anything right and up to the buyers to buy it but like to me what i've seen is it have allowed a lot of you know photographers that's what i because i'm this, i'm in that space i've seen them to take control of their work mm-hmm. you know yeah which to me is really good because nobody really prints lot stuff anymore right like they don't they're not printing no, no. you know big like i know some people yeah. have like i do have some of my own printed and you know it's in my house mm-hmm. but i don't think that's the space right now because everyone is on their screens all the time and it's and yeah. everyone is going towards minimalistic you know minimalistic things right and being yeah. having a big painting in the house or having a big picture in the house it's not something a lot of people are doing right now yeah because so. people people want to flex online yeah. nobody's coming to their house especially that's with true. the pandemic that's true <laughs> so that's where they... i mean with this with their wallets you can check what has 
uh, who has what characters and what NFTs, and yep. that's has that's how they're gonna flex, I guess, in the next uh, next years to come. Um, yeah. That's the that's the new flex of equivalent of having a painting in your house or a Mona Lisa <laughs> in your house. Like I mean, it, it's equivalent of just collecting goods, collecting baseball cards, Pokemon cards that were just popping yeah. again. So it's it's good for creators. It's really good. I do have a good segue from there. I don't know if you have read the, or I haven't watched the movie. I haven't even read it, but I know the concept. It's Ready Player One. Do you know about that? No, I haven't. Okay. It, it is it is set in in future where basically everything is digital. Like you don't interact with people physically, but oh, you're, you're basically see. through the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is digital. You have tasks that are digital. I, I'm just mm-hmm. thinking at this point and where you know, <laughs> the technology is going with the NFTs, where everything is going, you know, it, it might be mm-hmm. at certain points that everything is a game, right? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I know what you're talking about. I've, I've seen a few clip, clips of that movie here and there, and I, I just never knew maybe that's that's the one you're talking about. But yeah, I I think it, I, the clips that I saw was him doing most of the things, AI and using a VR set. I'm not sure if that's the same one you're saying. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure. Because I haven't yeah, really watched I it. I've I, I read about it. Well, not really. I know Casey Neistat once uh, did a did a vlog uh, on it and then i mm-hmm. you know i'd read about it a little bit i haven't had a good chance to read the actual book well i actually suck at reading yeah it. i get audiobooks so <laughs> i'll probably yeah I, same. that reminds me i do have one audio audible credit so i might buy that one yeah <laughs> not a sponsor though yeah <laughs> that is true <laughs> not a sponsor uh, yeah that That'd be insane. Can you imagine having a sponsor for this podcast? <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, hey, if y'all listening, we here. Hit us <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it is going towards all that space in terms of digital NFTs and everything's going digital. Every aspect, especially well, just the pandemic, pushed well, it, companies to it's go every, digital. Everything, right? Like, you know, I, I because. I work at a financial institution, so it's it, like I I, I ask mm. that question a lot. But when did you know anyone go to a bank la- like in a physical bank? Like I I remember I, I haven't been in. The only time I went was when we were working on the house, right? So th- those are the only things that you actually need. But mm. I think in the pandemic that was really, you know, people were just doing all of that online. You know, I know banks here yep. were basically having online calls and everything. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I don't remember the last time I went to a physical location for a yeah, bank. It's, it's probably more than a year ago now. Uh, yeah. And everything's so much easier on your banking app. And especially, I was just reading, uh, I guess that's a kind of a segue into Robin Hood and people just uh, randomly generating these huge number of accounts just for... Uh, investing you know they make it easier it's just like fast food of investing in terms yeah. of uh other institutions that were in place uh, and other brokerage that yeah. were in place yeah. and they kind of changed the game and sorry uh i, I know you're probably uh trying to no, no. get in no, no. a comment but uh they are actually <laughs> doing an ipo tomorrow so they're going oh. public robin hood and they're saying they're gonna uh have 
they expect their shares to be from $38 to $42 a piece. I think so, I, th- I think it might be like Coinbase <laughs> where it goes up and then just yeah, drops. Yeah, and then it's going <laughs> to crash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think they are expecting that just because even their CEO has been in controversy lately yeah. and it's, it's not looking good. But even though they have all of these things going around them, they're... they're, they're number of subscribers or people that have have used their app is ridiculous i mean yeah i was i was reading that their revenue jumped from 128 million in 2020 and just for the first quarter in 2020 to 2021 to 546 million they were saying that's a 300 percent increase so people in pandemic had nothing to do and but invest their stimulus checks into Robinhood. (laughs) (laughs) yeah see see that's the thing uh like just uh, you're talking about all this you know i was thinking why Mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of stuff like that in canada we do have we have something called wealth simple and they yeah. They, they essentially do the same thing you know you can buy some crypto i think they're listing more crypto coins mm-hmm. now and then you can you mm-hmm. know buy certain stocks it's similar to robin hood right and then they also yeah. did something you know you have venmo and everything in the cash app venmo mm-hmm. in us and they they mm-hmm. have a similar product it's called well simple cash which basically okay. does the same thing here but what i was saying is it it, it is really amazing what population does right because mm-hmm. in canada we, we just sure. uh, we're just like well not even 10 percent of u.s population right barely so yeah. and to me what what sucks is at, in in stuff like this it would be really good to have a global economy you know what i mean like that you didn't have all these rules that you have to have in old country like for example yeah if if in Canada, like Bell Simple, for example, they can only work in Canadian markets. I think mm-hmm. if they have to come in U.S., they'll have to do something crazy. But to me, for stuff yeah. like crypto, it, it's global, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, sh- it is, and and I think that's the whole point of getting a decentralized market. And there's well, getting getting past these borders of Canada or U.S. or because this whole world is is yeah. the playground in a sense. So I guess well, that's, that's where. Whole, Binance everything, everything right? Yeah, but, you know, Binance, for example, you can be in anywhere in the world, right? You can use all the currencies and you can buy. Actually, they, they wouldn't let me open an account in Texas. They're not in Texas. I don't know oh. why. Or maybe there's I, some I, regulations. I, yeah, they're, they're yeah. in Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's in the most most uh, parts of the world. But yeah, well, they I, I think their I own, tried signing up a month and a half like, ago and they're like, okay. yeah, we don't really operate in texas yet that's crazy. <laughs> that's like great they actually in canada they uh they work um, you know they're doing a lot of good stuff uh finance because uh-huh. they work with local companies to do their payments you know they're bringing their local cards and everything so, which is pretty good you know but also i think the main reason is uh it, it i don't know what how us sees but in canada they still see cryptos as an asset Mm-hmm. right yes yeah, the same way here yeah how how does the taxes work in crypto so if you trade from one crypto to another crypto do you have to pay tax on the profits technically yes but but if you're just trading crypto to crypto you're not bringing it to fiat no no so it's just a thing of if if you've had a gain and if you have had a loss you can put that on there but I know I'm not sure about in the coming year because they're still p- trying to put some kind of regulation in where 
they want to know how they can actually tax each transaction. That's which what is insane to, to me. That's yeah, because yeah, yeah, because they right now in the U.S. Senate and uh, the House, they're debating about passing a bill that would generate annually forty billion dollars to the government just in taxes from cryptocurrency uh, transactions crazy. and i have no idea how they're going to implement that i mean they could but well i uh, think first of all yeah. I, I don't see them passing it anytime soon because they can't come to a consensus with the whole uh, republican and democrats just butting head all the time so i don't think that's going to get passed first and then even if it did get passed there's still going to be so much of the ironing out of the rules even if well, the I bill think, is passed I, I think in canada from what i've seen they do is if like right now, if there is a transaction that would be more than ten thousand Canadian dollars, the exchange mm-hmm. have to report it. Yeah, that's with any fiat currency, even in U.S. So okay. anything worth ten thousand, you have to. Yeah, it shows up, and but, but IRS now, can actually yeah audit you on those. Yeah. So now the thing is like if if that's happening, then probably at the same time that can happen like. You know, because they work with those exchanges, right? And to mm-hmm. me, they're just going to ask the exchanges, okay, who's this user and what they've mm-hmm. done, right? Because you have to provide yep. your, your username and everything. You know, the, you do yeah, go through the and KYC it, and everything. Yeah, as, as and all these uh, platforms, the brokerage accounts or that you have with, let's say, Robinhood, you provide your social security, you provide yeah. your financial information i mean the government knows everything i mean they yeah. they can get anything from robin hood if they want so well, it's, it's just like yeah. a normal brokerage but with cryptocurrency it's just at such a new space that yeah, everybody's like everything's up in the air right now nobody true. knows how well, it's gonna work in like for example we're talking about events well simple right that's similar to robin hood mm-hmm. and they do actually report all your transactions and profits to the government so uh-huh. I know it's a little bit, IRS is like a little bit strict, not stricter, they do do stuff really. In Canada, mm-hmm. like when you file your tax, if you use, uh, you know, one of those TurboTax or whatever, one of those softwares, mm-hmm. right? You, they yeah. actually, and then you can link your social insurance number, like we got mm-hmm. a, basically your SIN there and you can, mm-hmm. we call it, our department is CRA, Canada, Canada Revenue Agency. Yeah. So we can link up your CRA account and then they basically pull all that information up. And then, you know, if Wealth Simple have reported it, like for me, mm-hmm. it was right. And then it just shows up there. So, yeah, I don't think we have a system in place in terms of just cryptocurrency. I know even with the Robinhood, I mean, any gain or loss that you have in a normal stock no. is reported. Yeah, yeah so, it, this was just for normal stocks too. It was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's the same in the US. Uh, okay. Everything is reported, and you have to report it on your uh, taxes when you say what stock you have, uh, how many shares, what you bought it for, what day, what time, um, and then what you sold it for, and, and the, what was the date, and if it's they tax you differently if it's a short term gain or loss or if, uh, compared to the long term and just if it's just uh, over years considered long term so every all those things are reported but with yeah with cryptocurrency um i'm not sure i haven't even seen my own <laughs> yeah. statements how how they would pull up to yeah show but... like you bought this asset <laughs> for this much and then you sold it for this much yeah it's gonna be good. see what 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 bothers me is you know how they do calculations for oh what i was gonna say 
God damn it, I forgot. I just lost my, lost my train of thought. So. Uh, were, you, were you talking about just taxes or stocks? or? Yeah, it was some sort of taxes. I forgot what kind of taxes I was going to talk about. Anyways. Are you talking about capital gain? Because that's the one that uh, no. you get. Well, okay. Well, in Canada, capital gains is a little bit different. Oh, yeah, I was actually going to talk about you know day trading you know how i don't know how uh, do that they how would they do their taxing because they're basically selling and buying all the time yeah yeah i mean again it'll, it'll definitely fall under short term um, but it's i don't think people realize when this did start taxing which is technically gonna be in next tax year or this coming tax year um they're gonna have to pay a lot of tax on a lot of those gains and that yeah. people don't realize at the end you might owe irs or cra in your case a lot of money yeah. for all that gains you got so uh yeah that's gonna be an eye-opener for a lot if, if if you've gained a lot yeah you bet the government's gonna claim their taxes yeah and i think uh, the other thing is that, like i don't know how the capital gains work on you and for us if you've gained which is based if it's a long-term gain and you're not mm-hmm. doing it as a business it's basically capital gains right in canada and mm-hmm. and i think our tax is how it works is 50 percent on profits the 50 percent of the profits you don't pay any tax and then uh-huh. rest 50 percent you pay the tax that's how in canada the capital gains work i don't know how it works on in usa yeah, it's pretty similar, but um, I don't think it's as high as fifty percent here. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. I, I don't. I, I'm not saying it's fifty percent tax. Oh, okay, okay. It is it, basically. Let's say you, your, it would be whatever your tax bracket is, right? At that point. Uh huh. But yeah. let's say you made thousand dollar profit, and in your income, it would be just five hundred, the half of it, right? Th- that would go towards okay. the income, and then you get taxed on that based on what, whatever your bracket tax, your marginal tax rate. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, as you said, it kind of depends on what tax bracket you fall under. And obviously, if you, yeah, uh, if you fall under a higher bracket, you're gonna yeah pay higher taxes. But even if you do yeah. fall under low bracket, and then you have this massive it brings gain, it to you, higher. Yeah, so you're gonna end up paying <laughs> a lot more. So. Yeah, yeah no, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, for capital gains, uh, that's why we have these, you know, the tax advantage retirement plans with 401k or IRAs. Uh, yeah, I we, don't know if we have, what, what yeah, they're called in we Canada. Are, we have RRSP, which is basically Registered Retirement uh, Savings Plan, which is basically uh-huh. you, you have a lim- you have a monthly limit, oh, sorry, yearly limit that you could put into it. And basically yeah. ev- everything you put into into that account is not taxed. Yeah, yeah. So we we kind of have that as well with IRA, uh, and we I think our limit is six thousand, uh, but it, it goes yeah, up think, if you yeah. fifty nine and up. Yeah, I would have to see. I think it's around the same. Uh, but it, yeah. it go, base. I have I didn't put a lot into it. I just put some and then forgot about it. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I have. I think why well, it's a similar to in in USA too. I know I've heard like the employee does. 401k sharing right and then it's they mm-hmm. do that here too you, you put yeah. certain percentage in and they put certain percentage mm-hmm. in and then it goes to the yeah savings. yeah yeah and i do see a lot of people just uh i guess a lot of articles or youtube videos or that just pop up just because if you are in searching the uh or trying to do some research in the uh, cryptocurrency space and then these other all these recommendations about uh 
financial planners and all these channels keep popping up so i do see them like oh yeah you're wasting your money in 401k you would you should rather do it in ira and i mean it <laughs> it's it doesn't make sense i mean you should probably have a 401k and just have ira separately but yeah. yeah it's just i guess again going back to the clicks and the two minutes of fame of everything <laughs> that's going on and just creating a hype around things the buzzwords i guess well that, that's how well that's most of youtube right that's how they work um, yeah 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 anyways yeah. uh other than the uh well other than nfts and you know the cryptos mm-hmm. talk about what in this market excites you i don't know if you have something that you think oh uh, is... i i think uh, obviously uh the best part that i feel in terms of nft and in this space would be just the actual real world uses that we can have and i think people i don't think more people most of the people that realize that are an nft that it's not just gonna be confined to something that's digital it's also gonna have real life implications or uh utilities uh that can be used so i think yeah. that's what i'm more excited about just not just going everything digital even though we are heading that way but i'm excited about the how well the integration's going to be going from digital to the real world and it's just yeah, going to be all connected yeah that that's what i was thinking i think we need to like as a society at this point we need an integration between the digital and the physical life that's mm-hmm. we are getting towards that but i think yeah you're right the nfts and you know cryptocurrencies in general are going to be mm-hmm. the ones that 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 does make that happen right that and also i think it it takes away a lot of burden from you know over yeah. markets right because there's a lot of stuff that because it's it, it not being digital there's a lot of stuff that just is mundane tasks that everyone have to do which should yeah you know to me as as humanity we could be doing better things rather than just oh you know, yeah for sure i mean <laughs> even even in nft and crypto space i i think we got a long way of to go in terms of using renewable sources i know we talked about this before yeah. uh you know for mining and how much energy they use in terms of electricity and it's it's just not the efficient way right now but i think it's it's easier cuz if you are switching to renewable sources of energy and you're getting your electricity from there it is eventually is going to the whole thing's going to be a lot more efficient in that way well it's, well it's similar like electric cars right right yeah. now all the electric cars get their electricity from non-renewable sources for most of the places mm-hmm. right yeah it, not yeah. everyone has a solar you know solar mm-hmm. roof or whatever nope. you know not not everyone gets their energy from a wind farm so yeah so it is yeah, yeah it, it's really interesting where, where the, mm-hmm. that part would go like the where it actually how it yeah, actually gets I mean, generated yeah for sure and i think these uh mega pools that are actually mining <laughs> these uh bitcoins or cryptocurrency or whatever the case may be that they're mining uh for a living they they basically have this big giant server rooms full of <laughs> computing power to mine as much as they can for profit and, yeah. and that's well they're also 
it, it does lead to some illegal activities too right like a lot of people mm-hmm. what they're doing is they're they're using in illegal basically they're hooking directly to the power cables you know going around yeah. without paying the bill right this so mm-hmm. is mining i know in yeah. bc in british columbia as a vc in british columbia there is a lot of people not a lot there was few raids and they found people basically you know, they thought it was a meth lab because we're using so much electricity. Oh, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> but, oh my god! Because they do have a lot of that in BC, but it was basically yeah. uh, like a crypto mining place. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. just busting them for trying to bust them for meth, and meanwhile they're out here mining Bitcoin? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That's actually happened a lot around the world, uh, other places yeah. as well. And I think going back to these uh, institutions or I guess government institutions cracking down on crypto because their financial structures are potentially in trouble. Um, they are. Not, any, not anytime soon, but it's happening and they kind of don't know what to do about it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like, I think it, they, it is going to be like the big government might get hurt like all over the world right because especially oh, yeah. where, where places sure. like where there's not proper b- banking infrastructures whereas banking is only for the educator banking is only mm-hmm. for you know people who have real money you know who have lots of money mm-hmm. like in those places like africa right i think if crypto goes off there it's gonna be really really good because oh, i've yeah, seen for sure i was actually talking to someone and they say in those those places you know they are very good at adapting new technologies for example they didn't have phones it's similar like in india right they didn't have phones at home they didn't have computers but oh, yeah. now everyone has a smartphone and then mm-hmm. they just jumped over a few generations but in in i think it's in kenya or somewhere that i heard that they have some small like local apps or local basically where you can text uh-huh. someone in a maybe it's just a group chat or whatever if you're looking for something you just put it in that app and someone would mm-hmm. basically find you and deliver that if someone else you know packs it someone picks it up someone delivers it. yeah it's all in one app it's, it's basically a community app where you basically find jobs you know you pay each other and to do stuff if you can and to me yeah. like if, if they are you know doing that in you know they're doing that in kenya to me mm-hmm. like they're if eventually if everything is you know stuff like this is more open and it's you know people can use cryptos easily on each smartphone you know there's more real world applications you can buy stuff using crypto oh yeah use all that those countries Mm -hmm. are gonna adapt to it pretty easily and then you know all all of a sudden everyone is using crypto yeah and i think one of the options i know for sure that governments are looking into because i i was reading some of these reports or these articles talking about um governments governments around the world trying to have their i guess own cryptocurrency in a way to get people to use it but i think that again it's that's not the point the point is you're not in charge yeah (laughs) yeah it's decentralization like that's what we're trying to get away from so see it's kind of hard as as if you put yourself in like government's shoes like they kind of scrambling to kind of say what are we gonna do now (laughs) 
Yeah, and, and to me, like you know, when it's funny when I read stuff like China is gonna ban Bitcoin, India is. Oh yeah, Bitcoin. that's they've done it <laughs> you, so many times. <laughs> how can you ban something you don't have any control? I know you can pe- probably g- jail people for you know mining. You can jail people for mm-hmm. using it if you find it. Yeah, but it, if it's all you know, it, that's why it's decentralized, right? Because if you have Bitcoin and you, no one knows this is your wallet, you have Bitcoin, mm-hmm. like and whatever value it holds right you'll always have the money the government would never know but then also the same point i understand concerns that's how you know terrorists you know money laundering you know that's how all that would happen so and it's that that, that's probably already already happening but that's that's in anything you do i mean you're gonna have some good players and some bad players and some people actually using it and misusing it yeah, well, in banking, for example, I think that's what the government wants more control in banking, you know, like uh-huh. for any money that goes in and out of the country, you know, the bank is responsible for it, you know, just to check if the, is this money laundering, you know, is this yeah. for terrorism or is it for any mm-hmm. any X, Y, Z. So to me, yeah, it, it is really interesting how all that is going to work because it, it would be, but I think what we eventually need, I think I talked about this earlier too, where everything is linked. What I, what I mean is the work you do is linked to, you know, what you get paid in a proper way, right? you know, like, you know, and then you, like, let's say there's a mine worker in Kenya, or I'm just we're talking about Kenya, and there's a mine worker, you know, he who mines something and it gets paid X, but there's also an X, profit attached to it you know like if you mine diamond for example then that diamond goes for one million dollars to me there should be a way to incentivize that person who actually dig it right i know he's working for a place but that's where it, it it is crazy but to me like that is something crypto can enable right eventually yeah like that where everything is kind of linked like, yeah for sure uh, yeah i mean they do like the banks or are entitled to provide these government agencies and, and especially in terms of his criminal investigation and if it's something terrorist related or you know things of the criminal activity they technically have to give over financials if there is a warrant or if you know there's an active investigation so i think that's also one of the things that that one of the powers they lose and yeah. it's 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 the name is crypto like it's cryptic this is it's for a reason i mean you can trace users from one to another but again you you can't trace what it was you can't say what it was used for so i think that's that's kind of where government See, is kind of have to figure out things yeah that's why it, it is really hard right like i think mm-hmm. but at the same time you know to me at this point every everything that we have on our phones i'm pretty sure government have easy access to it right because at this oh, point yeah. because they're into everyone's their white typing almost if they want to they can write up anything like if yeah. facebook has your information i'm pretty sure government has it yeah right yeah so so and like um, I, that's why I kind of love, I guess, not to go off topic, the not to track uh, option that Apple gives you now for yeah. each app that you open. <laughs> that's why yeah. Facebook was mad. Oh, no, we're going to lose all this ad revenue and so, we're not so going to be able if, uh, to do that. Yeah, I don't know if you have noticed Snapchat is 
you know, uh-huh. coming back up. Uh, the shares yeah. are back up. The only reason mm-hmm. is because Facebook and all the other apps, they are going to lose their advertising, but Snapchat is not because Snapchat never, ever mm-hmm. took that route. They never stored your data as in to yeah. use, like they didn't sell your data, right? like Facebook did yeah. to, to do proper mm-hmm. advertising because yeah. Snapchat's model was basically we'll talk to companies, you know, we'll advertise mm-hmm. their stuff and we will make interesting you know, we'll hire, because if you see the Snapchat entertainment page, right, where all that stuff mm-hmm. is happening, it's just pretty yeah. entertaining, and that's where they add their yeah. ads, and that's how they make their money. And, mm-hmm. you know, but everything else, like TikTok, Facebook, all the others, they use your oh, data. TikTok is the worst. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, they, they just track your data from to the teeth, and then they sell it, basically. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's just guess... not your Facebook data, right? It basically, if if you oh, see yeah. properly, they ta- they basically want to see what you watch on YouTube, what you search mm-hmm. on your search engines, everything. Yeah, and like each second, literally on these apps, is monitored. Like, oh, yeah. how many seconds you gave to this video to this topic versus this? What should be the next video? You know, just keep the attention. But yeah, it it is. I, I think it's good that Apple has done that to kind of put somewhat of a leash on them yeah. going just crazy, even though they probably has all everyone who's ever been on Facebook, they probably Why? have everything on them. And, and they can still do in, in, in-app in tracking, right? They just can't track what yeah. you're doing outside the app, right? They can still yep. track what you're doing Which inside. is so ridiculous to me that that was, that was even in the question. I mean, yeah. we just just accepting terms and condition is just like the biggest lie because nobody's gonna actually read it they just want to use the app they download it they want to use it obviously and then they just hit yeah accept because nobody's actually reading the fine print yeah see about apple too right like i don't know if you heard of the pegasus saga Mm -hmm. in india all that Mm -hmm. like i think what i've read is most of those phones that were targeted were apple iphones right so i don't know how that's happening like how did that even happen? Like how they was got hacked into? I I'm not have not sure. looked. Maybe it was some app that they downloaded, and that app got access to all that stuff. But we'll have to yeah. figure that out. Maybe, maybe there is something that just hacks. But I do know, like Israelis, there's an Israeli app right now. I do know Israelis mm-hmm. are really good with the security stuff and hacking yeah. into stuff. Because well, and also that tool is used for anti-terrorism, right? Because that's what it was mm-hmm. used for. But India used it. For against their own people as they have always of course. done <laughs> <laughs> yeah no surprise there yeah. uh, by the way we we both come from india so cal- calm down like we're not bashing <laughs> india but i mean i mean we're citizens of india at least i am at least yeah, still me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so so we're allowed to <laughs> yeah uh yeah people what well, people nowadays get crazy on little things and these comments yeah, it, it is to me. I guess that's like, that's a whole another topic yeah. <laughs> that we can't cover in this podcast. <laughs> that's true. No, I I tried to stay to the truth, like true to the truth, but you know, I, yeah. I know I I understand. You know, people mm-hmm. have feelings, and then you know, there's yeah. the nationalities that are involved. That's it's a yeah. it's a bigger mess. Yeah. <laughs> Especially nowadays, I mean, just everything is. I guess under Microsoft scope in a sense because people have so many of these apps and it's a good thing. It's I mean I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just 
sometimes people just go out of their way to find trouble and you will find some with millions of users online so that's true I, i think i think that's what uh, you know a lot of people are into i know we're going way off topic but a lot of people yeah that's what they do they just find a reason to be offended mm-hmm. and then they stick to that and then you know that's their life purpose yeah for real and that's what it seems like i mean come on like how much time you got to <laughs> spend or to be arguing with someone you've never met you don't know yeah. and you're just assuming crazy. things which is i think s- a lot of influences from a lot of different influencers and all that right i think that's what because oh, yeah, that's how sure. you watch and i think people mm-hmm. get that mindset i think w- one thing people like our generation i've seen i don't know maybe it was mm-hmm. same for all generations but we've seen that we're going we, we don't have a lot of critical thinking you know people just see yeah. something and they believe it they don't want to think on their mm-hmm. own i think because that's the easy path right everyone wants oh, to yeah. take the easy path and it's just made so easy to spread yeah. this information as well like nobody's actually verifying these things and yeah that's that's another part of it well also because there's not proper journalism left right everyone is basically paid oh, by no. someone else right like it's it's not like yeah. you hunt and then you know people watch you and then hey sorry no you're good but yeah i don't think that's the model right now yeah right? yeah um i think uh in terms of cryptocurrency they're still it's changing so quickly but there's still a long way to go in terms of as we were talking about renewable things and energy usage and also governments trying to figure out what they are gonna do so overall it's happening so quick uh, everybody's trying to hop on and make a quick buck but <laughs> it's, it's it's here to stay yeah well yeah for that three i think that are always are gonna be there well no the mm-hmm. two uh, i think is ethereum at least and bitcoin right yeah these two are to me they're these are always gonna be there because just ethereum just because it's so much rooted into everything right like everything is based yeah. on ethereum everything you mm-hmm. can think of and bitcoin just because it's Bitcoin, it was the first one and then you know like it's like and it is very limited and then mm-hmm. you know it's the store value is really high right now like the belt you know current bitcoin value compared to what it was when it started and i think oh yeah a lot of a lot of people are into and i don't think anyone is stupid enough to just jump dump all of it right so, no no like especially the big whales so that that, mm-hmm. that is quite interesting but the other one i, I i'm hoping well, it's the same thing right it's like ada cardona but that's mm-hmm. at the same time they've been saying they're just gonna do this 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 but they have not done those things but at the same time there are other ones like dogecoin they they said they're never gonna do anything and then that's still going yeah <laughs> yeah so. i guess they're, they're they're saying true to what they said they were gonna do i mean um it's just something that people made and they want to keep it that way i, I guess yeah. there's a sense of community there well yeah the well, I guess it's similar when it comes to the U.S. dollar right now, right? Like, there's not mm-hmm. really anything backing the U.S. dollar. In, mm-hmm. in current, like, I know in old days it was gold, but I don't think the U.S. dollar is backed by gold right now. It's basically whatever the economy is. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, and it's some, 
it, this some of these cryptocurrencies can actually be just used as that uh, yeah because there are a lot of projects out there that that do that just for that reason that would say relatively stable in this crazy market um so there are things so yeah they'll they'll change as well and it's already changing so that's that's another good point yeah it'll be really interesting next 10 years to me in the, in the space because yeah, even next, even next couple of years right i think even yeah. next couple of years i don't know because if, if you go through the same cycle again let's say the cycle i don't know this i don't know what market is going to be in next two three months if it goes down mm. it goes down but if we go to the same cycle in like four years right that's been the basically 16 then 20 right that's what's been mm-hmm. happening 20, like to me if the same thing happens in four years from now then you know mm-hmm. it's the opportunity is endless but at the same time I know that there's going to be way more adoption in four years if that the same cycle happens. So maybe it happens next year. You never know. You can't ever predict this market. But yeah. That, at that sure. time, uh, the adoption is going to be crazy. But then also at the same time, a lot of people are going to lose money in FOMO. Mm-hmm. That happens. Right yeah. Now. Yeah, that's already kind of happening. And and there's always going to be people who are trying to chase this uh, high of getting this quick buck and making uh making money but yeah i mean it, it is interesting and it's so unpredictable what uh, we don't even know what's gonna happen in a couple of years from now in this space because it's so rapidly growing um but i am hopeful i am hopeful in terms of what it's gonna do and just in terms of decentralization and it's slowly happening happening and altcoins have been kind of disappointing in that sense because they're not truly decentralized as we talked about so yep. at least some of them they're not i'm not saying all uh, but yeah so i'm interested in that and how the real concept where it started from actually comes into play uh yep. not just bitcoin and ethereum and some other other uh altcoins that, that, well, it's, that I, we have in the market yeah, I think that's where, you know, Cardano and, you know, I don't know where XRP mm-hmm. is going to go because yeah, to me, like, because sure. that is, again, like they're working at the government and then you know, that's just going to be against what decentralization yeah. is, right? Yeah. So, that's, yep. so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, do you have anything else I want to do? Talk about today or? Um, I think we're good. Yeah. Uh, it, it was interesting because i know we talked about this uh like a couple of months ago maybe month and a half and yeah it month yeah. changes a lot right yeah it was a, diff- it was a different and conversation when we locked yeah that was completely different <laughs> yeah that was a completely different conversation so it's so interesting how quickly things change but this this has been good i mean i enjoyed our talk i enjoyed our conversation and hopefully, whoever's listening to this <laughs> enjoyed it too. Same, uh, same. I, yeah, and on, I guess on that note, uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Yep. All right, peace.